This is the Horse Radio Network. Hey, you're listening to Adulting with Horses, the best place to be if you can't be at the barn. We are your co-hosts and equine authors, Heather Wallace and Natalie Keller-Reinert. As crazy horse girls, we don't take ourselves too seriously in the saddle or out. We celebrate the things that make us different. Join us as we talk about horses and pop culture and get a little weird in a fun way. Thank you for being a little weird with us. Oh my God. It's nice to see your face. Oh my God. I haven't seen you in like three days. It's been crazy long. I know. We were like <laughs> living, we were living together for a week though. We lived together for a week and no one died. No, in fact, I think we were like really good at getting mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm proud of us. As long Sometimes as I, I nap. Just shut down and we took <laughs> lots of naps and it was fine. <laughs> you know what I'm missing since we've been back is naps. Like I haven't had a single oh. one. Yeah, I haven't. My, I, I just have. Yeah, I've been going nonstop. Like again, like although part of my nonstop was like I'm going to finish reading this book, so I spent two hours reading. That's so, a good thing. But that counts, right? That counts as going that's, nonstop. Well, that's downtime too. I mean, I don't know. I read every day, so that's how I disassociate from life. Yeah. Really. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I got back. It took me 13 hours. <laughs> Once I got off the cruise to oh get back. Um, no weather delays, just drama. Oh, I didn't tell you. So mm. I I maybe mentioned it on text. Um, I might have had a hand in saving a life when we were leaving Fort Lauderdale. Did, you, did, I, did I tell you this at all? What happened to me? You didn't. No, we haven't <laughs> spoken at all <laughs> since living together. <laughs> yeah. I'm hot or cold, Natalie. You just get used to me. Um, so. Yeah. So I was in the airport, you know, 17 hours early for my flight because we got off the boat and I think I got to the airport at 8 a.m. And then my flight wasn't until four. And then, of course, oh, they, God. oh yeah. And they <laughs> delayed it. And oh, my God. So so Ashley Winch, who is the podcast director for Equine Network, is like, oh, I'll meet you in your terminal. They have a, a lounge. Well, no, they didn't. And she would have had to like go through security twice. So I was teased and let go. So oh. I didn't do the lounge, but that's okay. Um, so I actually just sat at the Bonefish Grill and had breakfast and I took oh as God. long as I could and ate small bites. And then I did the same thing when I came back from lunch, right? So mm-hmm. I'm sitting at the gate and it's like three hours before my flight. I'm just reading. And this elderly woman next to me just starts screaming, Oh my God. Fred or whatever the fuck his name was. And she's and I look over and the man next to her is like back away, like sitting against the chair, unconscious and oh, struggling no. for breath. Oh my God. Right. And she goes, Call 911. And so I look at her, I said, you know, just to be clear, I said, Do you want me to call 911? She said, Yes. I said, Okay. So I start calling 911. The woman behind me, who also happened to be on my flight, starts calling 911. And two ICU nurses who happened to be in the airport at the nearby gate across the way came running. So before we know it, we've got, um, you know, this woman got him on the ground. I've got another woman offering smelling salts. Legit. She offered smelling salts. Whoa. Yeah. It was, I was the first time that ever happened in real life. I felt like I was in Bridgerton. 
<laughs> um, it was awesome. So you're like, let me pause for a moment and absorb this. Totally. Like, okay, really guess happened. he's breathing. Uh, <laughs> well, and he wasn't responsive, and that's the thing. He was really mm. unresponsive for a couple of minutes, so it was really scary. So by the time they got the paramedics there, he was awake and he was able to to respond. But this is where it got weird. So. Yeah, because that's not weird enough, right? Like, <laughs> apparently, this happens all the time in Fort Lauderdale. I'm sorry, but, you know, cruise people, well, old people. there's, yeah, kind of an age thing there. <laughs> an age thing. So we're sitting there, and then the woman, his wife, starts shaking her head like, oh, he does this all the time. I'm sorry, bitch. Weren't you <laughs> screaming to call 911 <laughs> like five minutes ago? He goes, he goes into a full stroke all the time. So annoying. So I think she realized that, oh, you're going to get pulled from this flight because clearly this man, and she was like, you know, re- reneging on all of the requests. Right. And so she goes, oh, he's just dehydrated. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm dehydrated. I'm not having spasms and seizures on the floor. We're an entire generation of dehydration. <laughs> We're fine. I've just been drinking on a cruise all week. Clearly, I'm not hydrated, lady. <laughs> so I was sitting, and then this isn't funny. You know, the only reason it's funny is because he's okay. So he did wake up. They, of course, got pulled from the flight. His blood pressure had dropped significantly. He had to go to the hospital. But it, what was crazy to me was she was making it all about her and making it seem like he was this big deal because she had a wheelchair. Who's going to drive me now? And the paramedic is like, ma'am, I will take you. And then she's like, who's going to get the suitcases? Like, it was the most <laughs> bizarre so that sounds like South Florida to me. It was crazy. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there and I'm looking at the woman behind me and her husband is a fire department, Colonia, like retired fire department. And we're just shaking our heads like, is this like, this is the oddest reaction to like your loved one <laughs> being sent to the hospital like ever. And <laughs> so it was entertaining. It did get me through, um, you know, the, the, but it did. It took like 13 hours for me to touch down and get home. <laughs> God, out cold. that's crazy. Honestly, because Corey and I have always joked that it's quicker for us to go to New York to do some things than it is to do them in Florida because it's only a two hour flight. <laughs> so it would be like, I can go to the show in downtown Orlando or I can fly to New York, see the show and fly back again. Both things will take about seven hours. <laughs> well, if you're not in Fort Lauderdale, I think you could do it because when I was flying down, I mean, I was there, what, five hours before you got there? And I, mm-hmm. I left maybe an hour before you. So, like, it was very quick. I was, oh, my God. But my good travel luck just completely ran out. Yeah. Yeah. And no lounge. Oh, boy, you're tougher than me. I'm not a luxurious woman by any means. You know, like, I live pretty close to the bone. But an airport lounge for more than two hours wait is just, like, that's a must. I'm not gate woman anymore i do not people are weird and no. <laughs> so when i sat down to lunch i had this really cute like older asian waiter he was so nice and i was aware you know it wasn't a crowded because it was outside the terminal it was like right by security i was aware that they're trying to push people through like they don't want people just hanging so i'm trying to eat my food like so slowly <laughs> and finally after a while he was like are you in a rush? And I said, no, I said, no, I'm not. But you know, if you need me to be out of here, I can. And he goes, he looks at his watch and goes, you have until two o'clock. And it was one fifteen. And he gave me like three hour lunch, this man. <laughs> and so of course I tipped him like 
so much money. Right. At the end. It was, he was the lounge. He was the lounge. <laughs> and I think I gave him more than the bill was actually for a tip. But um, yeah, it was a very interesting post-cruise travel day. Oh my gosh. And now it's snowing Traveling here. has gotten tough. And now it's snowing. Yeah. It's really cold here. It's like in the 60s. I'm pissed. Oh my God. That sounds amazing. I love 60s. It is. No, it's cold because it was like 75, maybe warmer yesterday. And the day before, it was so nice. So now I'm whining, nice. whining, whining, whining. It's going to be 40 tonight. I want to just kill myself. Okay. I have four inches of snow out of my door and my kids are fighting over who's shoveling the least. Because <laughs> they're home from school. So I didn't get to go to the barn and I haven't seen my horses in like three weeks. I was like, this is great. I'll go to the barn. Nope. My God. I know. Well, you know what? You're all like, I love the cold. I love snow so much. So suck it. <laughs> Sounds just like me. <laughs> it sounded exactly like I know you. It does. I've been practicing. I can Enjoy. tell the nasal tones. <laughs> I really, I've learned a lot about myself this winter in terms of no, I don't want to be cold ever. I gave some lip service to the idea of moving further north to get more space mm. and away from subdivisions, but no, I was wrong. I can only go further south. <laughs> You're going to end up in Haiti before we know it. Is that what this cruise was about? You were just like casing your newest property? I think I probably would go to like uh, one of the Virgin Islands first because it's a little easier because, you know, they already belong to the United States. I think Haiti might be difficult. <laughs> Yeah, pony clubs in the Virgin Islands. A bit of a there's room for barrier. people like us there. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna fulfill your Ernest Hemingway dreams going to the Keys. Yeah, that's for sure. One time I did look up horse property in the Keys, and I found some stuff that seemed extremely reasonable, like like two acres with a house and a barn for like half a million dollars. In the Keys, that seems very reasonable to me. Yeah, because they get hit by hurricanes every year. Like you got to trailer out. That's the thing. You gotta you gotta be ready right. to evacuate. That's yeah, a pain. There's in nowhere the ass. to go if there's a hurricane. I don't think I would coming. summer in the Keys. I think I would have to have two places, and I would winter in the Keys. Obviously, I mean that's yeah. the dream. Well, if I was gonna spend that much money, I'd have a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's there's fair. an exponential level of spend there. Mm-hmm. You could <laughs> just even have someone come down and get your horses and trailer them out for you. Like you wouldn't Honestly, even have to do it yourself. Yeah. I would probably be at that point, right? Where I would just be like, or I'd have my my barn manager do it. The person that lives above the barn on my two acre estate. You could have a boat with stalls on it. That's been known to happen. That sounds frightening. I don't like that. I'm not doing that. No, I feel like, I feel like Kathy Woods, who lives down in Appalachia, like that's a thing at the lake. I would never do. I don't think I. We've discussed this. We've had Kathy Woods on the show. So she could try to convince me to do things that she does. And I won't. I won't do them. (laughs) I'm not riding up a mountainside. I'm not riding through that tunnel. She posted somewhere. Mm. uh, Like she rode through this endless tunnel. I'm not doing any of that. No, that sounds terrible. Well, no. And so you and I almost rode together for the first time ever. So close. We were so, so close. So close. <laughs> if only our, our great love of canceling plans didn't win out over everything else. God, it's it felt so good though, didn't it? The problem about traveling with like another introvert is like, mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't really feel and you're like, me neither. And no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There were, I mean, so we planned this, we planned to go on this ride in Jamaica and it, there were three facets to this ride. There was the commute to the ride via terrifying Jamaican roads. There was the trail ride portion, which sounded great. But also exercise, like, you know. 
Yeah. And then there was the beach ride, and that sounded wet and uncomfortable. So only one of the three facets sounded good. Well, also, I would like to add in, there was another facet of having to leave the boat. Yeah. That was a yeah. big, like, <laughs> that was a big problem, because we didn't leave the boat the entire cruise. Like, no, not once. I kind of, no. Leaving boats is a huge pain. Overrated. Uh, <laughs> I looked out at Jamaica and I waved and I was like, hi, Jamaica. <laughs> and then I just went back to my book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the sheer joy of doing nothing. And I mean, we did it. We both did a lot of writing. You finished I a did. Draft. I finished a book. Yeah, I finished and a draft. And then people, yeah. so you finished this draft and then people are like, so did you finish your draft? <laughs> no. For the no. first time in my life, I went up to you. I still have it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I shouldn't say that I've been working on revisions. I'm revising too. I just didn't write the end. Oh, I'll that's get fair. to it. <laughs> yeah, you'll get there. And then I'll be so mad at myself, like I always am, because I'll be like, I'm almost done with this book. And then I'll realize I did not write the last five chapters. Good, good <laughs> on me, every book. <laughs> at least you have a pattern. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a pattern of disappointing myself. It's almost <sighs> like a choose your own adventure. You're like, even I don't know what's going to happen. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think it's going to, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'll figure it out. I, I always figure it out, right? That's the, that's the deal. So, yeah, so we didn't go riding. That was cool. We took a nap. That was better. Took a lot of naps. Took a lot of naps. We, we ate some good um, food. Yeah, we drank a lot, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I drank more. But, well, you did, as, but, but no, you I normally I, do. Yeah, on other cruises, I have consumed much more alcohol than on this cruise. I was moderate on this one, I think. You were moderate, and I feel like I was a little bit of a bicycle. Cause I'm not a biggest drinker. I'm not like a drink all day kind of girl. You don't slow me down. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and you stayed out till midnight one night. I did, but so did you, even though yours was a one-on-one -on -one and mine was like a dancing karaoke vibe. Yeah. Well, me just hanging out by myself, I'm my own best company. Oops. I couldn't turn myself away. I had so much to think. <laughs> so much to think. No, it was fun. I was so, and just to clarify for the people who don't maybe know, we went on a horse lovers cruise with Horse Radio Network for a week. And so that was what, 40 some odd people, including horse husbands? Mm hmm. That's pretty good. So. Yeah. It was pretty big. Glenn Hebert and Jennifer were there from Horses in the Morning. Obviously, they started Horse Radio Network. And then uh, Ashley K. Winch was there, who is the podcast director for Equine Network. So it was a lot of fun. Then loads of listeners, mm -hmm. people we hadn't met yet ever in person. Yeah. So, you know, discussing horses in a non-equestrian setting, is it's kind of weird for me. I compartment my life very carefully. And like to sit at dinner and have a conversation about horses. It's like, what is happening? I'm on a ship. I don't know why we're talking about horses. Like it was a little strange for me. Well, my, there's a uh, lot of talk about space. salmon and a lot of talk about, um, well, alcohol, but that's normal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I was comfortable with yeah, these things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we could talk yeah. about anything. Mm -hmm. You know, but no, I think it was good. And, and Kelly got engaged on the ship. I saw that. That was yeah. great. How Not cool in front of that? all of us. Would have been better if she'd done it like on the carousel. That would well, be everybody hate. was. Yeah, I'm not gonna. We we can't write Kelly's story for her. <laughs> I think we should. That's what we do. <laughs> that would be a really cute scene, though. I'm cause... sure she'd appreciate it if we wrote it for her. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like she's got so a pretty magical. good life. <laughs> uh, oh no, the third act breakup. Maybe we better not. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh. Happily ever after guaranteed. Don't worry. It'll get there. Exactly. They're such a cute couple. Yeah. So that no, was good. And I came back and everybody clearly missed me. So my dogs were very, very excited to see me. <laughs> One kid even ran out into the into the street to say oh. hello to my car at 10 p.m. Oh. Um, which was really cute, except that there was like a teenage boy having a party down the street. So I was like, get in the house. You're wearing a bra. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my life. <laughs> I just had, you know, Glasgow and Ben. Maddie doesn't give a shit. Plus, you know, he's in disgrace for tearing down half the fence while we were gone. He did. He got up to shenanigans while you were he away. He did. Yeah. Corey, and after that, Corey, because Corey had texted me in the ship and he was like, and he was like, Manny tore down half the fence and the horses are traumatized, blah, blah, blah. And then that night, too, he texted me. He's like, is it okay if I just sheep Ben? Because I don't think I can get a sheet on Manny because he's being a maniac. I was like, yes, let the pony be naked. <laughs> he deserves whatever he gets. He's very furry right now. Anyway. Naked time. Yeah. He needs some naked time to think about what a bad pony he is. Oh my God. <laughs> I always so feel... I rode. Yeah. How was that? When you actually uh, exercising? It was bad. Um, <laughs> I can't. I don't know. Ben's back to like, oh, we can't turn. Now I'm a maniac. Like, shit, we're back to this. So, and then he was just tug of warring with me. He's like, look how strong my mouth is. Like, what are we doing? So I said, okay, let's do small circles until you figure out that I'm not going to pull back on you. It was just a pain in the ass. So then I was really sore the next day because I rode for 45 minutes after not riding for a week. And she, you know, old hips, don't yeah. love it. And I've been going to the gym. Let me tell you, there's a, there's this lovely girl on Instagram. She runs a fitness site, Hay Bells and Barbells, right? And I followed yes. her forever and I took the plunge and I, I bought one of her workout plans. She put burpees on the first fucking day of this <laughs> workout plan. I was like, I'm sorry, burpees? What am I, training for the NFL? What is this nonsense? <laughs> You're going I to the woke Super Bowl, up baby. this morning <laughs> so goddamn sore. <laughs> I didn't think my lower half of my body was going to operate. I'm actually impressed you did it. I would have seen that and been like, next. Well, I was like, I paid $100 for this. <laughs> I guess. I'm going to be all I'm gonna be all buff. buff. You are going to be buff. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually, I debated exercising and then I was like, nah, better not. It's pretty good. So, it's I mean, good. I stretch. that debate. Yeah. Stretching is good. I mean, I do plan on getting on my horse this week. It's going to be a shit show. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be real tough. But I'm going to do it, mm -hmm. hopefully, as soon as the weather breaks. So that'll be good. Yeah, stretch yeah. those hips. Let me tell you. I need to. I, need I didn't to. ride yesterday because it was so windy. Uh, but I did some, like, I backtracked a little and did some clicker training, like, follow me around. You know, follow my, I use my hand as a target. I was like, follow my hand here, follow my hand there. And he was very disappointed when we were done. I was like, dude, it's been 20 minutes. It's like 10 more minutes than you're supposed to do. No, yeah. don't go. I want to do more clicking. <laughs> yeah. So cute. We'll see if he's any better when I ride him later. Probably won't be. I don't know. He's probably just excited and testing you now that you're back. You know what I mean? Like, really they're like was. children that way. He was like crossing jaw, tongue hanging out. I'm like, what are we doing? What is happening? I, don't well, I feel like I've yelled at my kids three times today. So, you know, they're testing me and <laughs> they're human. Coming back from vacation only to be faced with a snow day is 
That's it's, a lot. It's a joke. Like, like I feel <laughs> like I'm like, thanks, Karma. I'm really paying for this today. <laughs> but I did have a nice quiet Sunday, which was mm-hmm. nice because I was basically comatose. I was like on the couch. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't remember I Sunday. <laughs> because you were comatose, probably. You probably wrote. Oh, yeah. I think I mostly read and wrote. Yeah. Yeah, because today's only Tuesday. Yeah. I know what day it is. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I need that elevator with the lettering on the floor. It tells oh, me what I day know. it is. How do you live, like, not on a cruise ship? Like, you have to be told, like, you have to decide yourself when to eat, like, and what day it is. I mean, a cruise ship just tells you, here's the hours, go eat. Well, I am back to eating dinner at 8 o'clock, and I could not be happier about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still on my detox, like, so I'm still mm-hmm. eating healthy, and I'm crabby. Like, I'll be honest. Oh, no. Yeah, no, it's kicked in. The, the Are lack you of off sugar. soda completely? Yeah, I haven't had it. And so, I'm mean. Like, I'm trying not mm-hmm. to be, but, like, I sent the girls a text, and they're outside shoveling, fighting over, like, you know, their hands are cold. <laughs> and I was like, if you guys come in while I'm recording this podcast, I will go absolutely fucking feral on you. And, like unlike you've ever seen before and i don't think they think i'm serious but like i'm serious oh man <laughs> i was kind of hoping they would come in and do a cameo but now i'm afraid they might if they do <laughs> like you're terrified. gonna get a lot more curse words than you thought you knew out of my mouth because they've just been fighting all day like i either don't see them because they're in their rooms or they're arguing with me about what the other one is not doing. Like, oh. so-and-so didn't do that chore. Or I'm like, neither did you, bitch. Like, are you serious? What is this? Um, they need to be full-time barn girls. You need to, they, you need to like, apprentice them off to a riding instructor who will work them nonstop. Have you been at the barn yet this morning? What are you doing? You have six dolls to muck before class. Yeah, and then drop straight them off. back out afterwards. Just work, 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 work. Little barn rats because they can't I be wish. at home. I they wish have too I much freedom. Your children have too much freedom. Just they by do. Being and, to be and, at home. <laughs> well, and so one goes, Well, mom, um, so I really want to go play with like my friend. And um, I'm like, Okay, well, she could come here, right? Because I'm not driving anywhere. It's a snow day. Like, no, thank you. And she, I mean, I can drive in the snow, but why should I? I just write my book. And so <laughs> she's like, Well, okay, but you got to text your mom. I'm like, you do know that like we're working, right? Just because you have a snow day doesn't mean, so she's trying to bribe me and say, well, I'll go shovel the driveway if you text your mom and invite her over. I'm like, no, you're supposed to shovel the driveway anyway. Like that's (laughs) your job. In fact, your dad texted on the group chat to say everybody, because my hands are all messed up because they're, I had another allergic reaction yesterday. I think it's just detoxing. And so my hands are all messed up and they're cracked open and and I can't hold a shovel. And so he's like, girls, make sure you shovel the driveway for your mom. Oh my God. Insert freak out here from all three children. I've got one screaming that she's disabled and can only do it with one hand. And that's not fair. And then I've got the other two. (laughs) Like it's just, it's just anarchy. Straight up anarchy in my house. That's so funny. That'll be great in the like inspiring memoir someday. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she has two working hands. One just doesn't work enough. Like it's a little harder, but she can use it. Sure. Like, so, you know, mm-hmm. um, so, but she had to learn how to play the victim for me. And so I am strangely proud. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yes, because 
you you can be an advocate for yourself, and that can include using the best excuses for yourself without <laughs> shame. You know, don't be ashamed. Get out of work whenever you can. This is the way. <laughs> I'm just I'm like I'm looking at her, and, and and to be fair, she did. She was the first one out there. She tried to do it on her own, and she could only do like one thing. And then she came in, and she was like, "Mom, it's just too much for me. Like I can do all their other chores, and if they can do it outside." And I was like, "Okay, that's fair." Like, mm-hmm. if you want to do the laundry, you want to do the, di- you want to do everything else. Absolutely fine. As long as I don't have to do it. Right. Like, what did you have three children for if you have to do all the work? I mean, hello, manual labor. Yeah. Like, they're not paid. It's not a thing. Like, it's mm-hmm. they get allowance in exchange for doing a certain amount of work. So work. Yeah. Come on, kids. I know. I remember oh, trying to teach Calvin to do stuff around the house when he was little. Like, I had him do chores for me when he was little like elementary school and it was mostly me just showing him how to do things over and over and over again like i love sweeping i i will sweep a barn aisle and consider it therapy i would probably pay somebody for the pleasure of sweeping their barn aisle every day you're good at it i've seen you muck a stall god i love yeah i can do barn chores like nobody's business lucky me right because i don't have a barn and that's menial labor but anyway uh, (laughs) (laughs) i could never teach calvin how to sweep like, it just didn't, it, he didn't inherit that. And I didn't realize it was a skill. I thought it was just something a human body did. You put a broom <laughs> in their hand and they swept. My God. So I would have to do everything afterwards over again. But I still gave him, you know, like $3 or something. Hey, he tried. He did. So whenever um, we, whenever my husband and I swapped roles and he became stay-at-home dad, that was it for chores. He never. <laughs> yeah, because Corey just wanted to do all the things himself, right? And get yeah, it done. Corey likes doing all the things. And I, he was just like, well, I can't get him to do things. And I was like, you stand over him and you force him. And he's like, what? Why would I do that? Like, because it's the only way. Well, that's how he's going to learn. Well, it's so funny. I, had a, I, I posted it. I, I think it's a reel because I took a video where my one girl, Zoe, is like very into the barn. And she was sweeping and one of the other barn girls there was like, Zoe, what are you doing? Like, that's not how you sweep. Like that you're making it harder on yourself. <laughs> and so she taught her how to sweep more efficiently. And I caught it on video and that went viral. Like it got like 500,000 views or something insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We should do a podcast. that's just about our favorite barn chores. We could do that right now if you want. I love sweeping. Uh- <laughs> I love sitting on the tack box and gossiping. Okay. I love it when somebody sits on the tack box and gossips with me while I'm sweeping. <laughs> what? I, I actually really like cleaning tack. I, I don't mind it at all. I find it very therapeutic. And I clean out my tack box and organize it like twice to three times a year. Mm, that's pretty impressive. I know. I feel like I give cleaning tack really good lip service. Like I do it, but I don't love it because I don't like things to make my hands sticky. Mm, that's fair. Well, I have to wear gloves because of my like mm-hmm. allergies. Maybe I should be doing that and I wouldn't be as icked out by it. Maybe. And you just take the gloves off when you're done. Yeah. Cause I'm really committed to leather tack. And so you do of course have to clean it pretty regularly or eventually it will just fall apart on you. Although leather really does seem to last a lot longer than like it was implied to me when I was a child. Where it's like, if you don't clean your tack after you use it, the dirt will eat through the leather and it will fall apart in your hands. It still lasts a pretty long time, even if you don't clean it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it depends on I like like so in the winter it gets really dry here. I'm more worried about that than like mold. You know what oh. I mean? Because like you can just wipe the mold off, and, yeah. And you know you usually have a protective barrier on the leather, but like it gets dry and cracky. That's when I worry something is going to snap. I see. Yeah, I, since I keep all my stuff inside, it's pretty good anyway. I do have a, a halter outside that needs wiped. It is green. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. That's why I love Biothane Tack because you can actually, if you want to clean it, you just stick it in your dishwasher. You clean it with the bit on and everything and you just take it out and put it right on the horse. I just don't like, like, I feel like leather is more um, like absorbent, absorbent of sweat, you know, whereas Biothane, the, the, it just gets slick. It just sits on the mm. horse. You know what I mean? Maybe it's, maybe I think a lot about sweat, honestly. Well, you live in Florida. Yeah. So, so I, I just get fair. icked out by the idea of like, you know, plasticky rubber, getting sweaty, rubbing on the horse's face, you know, things like that, where I feel like leather just gets softer and slicker. I don't know if any of that's true. It's just how I feel. I don't know. It's I mean, endurance state riders of mind. that ride like 100 miles will use biothane and they can clean it off in between rounds. So like the horse never has to like have it on their heads for a long time. But they, a lot of times they use like fleece. Mm-mm. On it too, so that sometimes it, because so it won't rub the horse's face. It doesn't usually rub. Plus, they're doing stuff I wouldn't do anyway by riding a hundred miles. You've already negated your argument because we're not That's on fair. the same page. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're well clearly I'm a behind the scenes <laughs> crew girly. Yeah, you know, endurance girly. I'm an I'm endurance not the wannabe. Word girly. <laughs> You're the one who said it. You said it first. Did I? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I we'll just think I should put it out there. Play that and find out for sure. We'll let the, the listeners can tell us. They love well, telling us things. Well, I think, like, I'd be interested <laughs> to see what the listeners say, you know, because obviously we backtracked on the whole riding on a trip thing. But right. I've ridden quite a bit on vacations and, you know, have only gone on horse riding vacations. So I'm really curious to see, like, if people go, do they like the horse riding vacations? Would they rather do other things mm-hmm. because they're horse people and see horses every day. Like I'm kind of curious to see in the clubhouse or abroad, like what the general consensus would be on that. I'm too, because I know for me, I've never ridden on vacation. Not once? In my life. Never, ever. It's never come up. And I, th- I always thought like it would be very difficult to bring along my riding clothes, you know, for one day of riding or for a lesson or something like that. Like, where's my helmet going? Where are my boots going? Um, where are my horsey smelling clothes going? It does seem like a lot. Like I literally don't know what I would do with the stuff. And, um, I don't know. I'm always running around with family and they're not riding. So, and I'm not really one to say like, I'm going to do this alone today. Bye. Like, it's not really ever been like our dynamic. No, you're so it's too just never come up for that. <laughs> Way too codependent for that. Well, you know, there are bookstores to go to. There are bakeries to visit. We can't leave these things out. <laughs> well, you know, Jay surprised me last year, I guess it was for our birthdays. We went down to Antigua and Jason... We were talking to them about doing like the different excursions and Jason was the one who, who actually thought about doing the horse ride. And I was like, mm, you know, because <laughs> he's not really a rider. And but for me, I'd always wanted to ride on the beach or like in the water. I never had gotten to do that before. So we did, despite my best, you know, instincts. And yeah. um, I mean, it was memorable. That's for sure. What is that like when they throw somebody who doesn't know how to ride? Over the back of a horse. Is it like terrifying for you to watch? It's really terrifying. And, you know, like I trained my daughters and like I've, 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 you know, 
so it's really hard for me to not to say things, but I just know my husband would not want me to say anything because yeah. one, he would be embarrassed. It's not his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And two, no man wants his wife telling him he looks like, like you know, like he's doing something wrong. Like that's just emasculating <laughs> in general. And yeah. I mean, to be fair, if we were going snowboarding, I would want his help, but like, I don't have toxic pride. Right. So like, <laughs> so, I don't have any pride really, if we're going to be honest. So, so yeah, no, it was it was hard because he wasn't actually sitting in the saddle balanced. He was kind of leaning one side or the other. Sure. And then he was wondering why his horse was spooking everywhere. And I'm just sitting there going like, I'm going to let the guy say the stuff, you know? It was bad. Yeah, that worries me so much because I would you would want the horse to be so bomb-proof that it barely moves. To no, and it was a good it. horse. I mean, it yeah. put up with a lot. But we mm. were on a lot of roads with, like, cars and stuff oh my God. to get to the beach. And, um, you know, his horse was normally a follower and that's why he put that behind me. But way Jason was putting the weight on him, he was like sitting like far back. Yeah. And so he was kind of like scooting the horse forward, I think. And yeah. And then he didn't really know what to do with his reins. So he was kind of handsy. So, you know, the guy's trying to give him suggestions and, and afterwards I will say it for his benefit and he really did he was a trier like he really did try he wanted to do something nice for me for my birthday so I got to give him that afterwards he was like what could I have done better and I was I was like well this is what you know you kind of have to do and he's like well why didn't the guy just say that I'm like he did like it, (laughs) it just it wasn't the way that he understood it and my saying it in that moment would have been too much because he would have thought we were ganging up on it right Right. Yeah. I just, I kind of wonder if maybe the whole concept of putting completely non experienced people on trail horses in general, maybe that's not a great idea. Also I don't know. Without helmets, because those places don't oh. have them. Like that, they don't exist. Though. Yeah. That's pretty horrible. Yeah. Just, you know, like, oh, go get on this horse and ride it for an hour with no instruction whatsoever. It's like, nobody's going to be happy. Right. Yeah, there was no, yeah, there's no instruction. And I never tell anybody, this is probably, you would probably do the same. I never tell anyone I own horses. No. I want them to think I don't know dick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't want the wild horse that needs a schooling ride. Right. Like, that's not fun for me. No, that's what they'll do to you too. They'll be like, oh, they have. Well, you can ride Tornado. No, I don't think so. I, I would like ride Smokey, the dead, broke, 30 <laughs> yeah. year old. Thank you. Yeah. I see a mule over there that hasn't done a <laughs> damn thing in 40 years. You put me on that. <laughs> the thing's asleep while standing. I like that yeah. one. Like, come on. Again, I can do this at home. I don't need right. the challenge on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Like I school my pony all the time. Mm-hmm. I rehabbed Ferris. I rehabbed Delight. Like, I, you know, they do this. I don't, when I'm on vacation, I just want to relax. I don't need like a wild, I don't want to just sit there necessarily. Like, you know, when I was in Iceland, there were horses that I could just sit on and enjoy the view. And, yeah. but most of the time I had to actively ride. I could be relaxed, but I had to ride because mm-hmm. they're sensitive. So, um, I like that. Like, I'd like a horse that I have to ride, but isn't going to, like, you know, take off with me. Yeah. <laughs> or do something They kind stupid. of specialize in that with those Icelandic horses, don't they? Oh. They're they're very calm and sensible, but they're smart but sensitive. So, like, mm-hmm. you have to ride, but you're safe. Like, they're not doing anything stupid. Yeah. That sounds really pleasant. Oh, it's, it was great. I didn't have a horse there that I was worried about. Um th- There was one that I was thought was going to be a problem because he didn't like other horses. And I was like, that's fine. I don't like other people. Right, right. So, like, we'll just be in the back doing our thing. And he tried to roll the second I got on him. 
But I have a horse that likes to roll. I know exactly (laughs) what to do. I grew up riding a horse that was known for that. So the second I made him stand up and like avoid that, he was like, oh, props. Okay. (laughs) And then we were fine. He was the best horse I had the whole time there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I should go to Iceland with you. You should. I should. Yeah. You would like (sighs) it, actually. You would like it a lot because it's not scary. There's no like big drop-offs. Like we Mm -hmm. went up a trail, but it wasn't like, oh, we're going to die if my horse steps wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't I know like exactly that. what you mean. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Neither one of us like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. I like the idea of, you know, oh, I'm actually riding a horse with a brain, but also there are no huge expectations on me that I have to perform in a particular right. way. Yep, that's exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's nice too because like and I like riding out there because we can always break up into smaller groups where like if somebody just wants to chill and walk and tolt, they could do that. If people want to go faster, they could do that too. The horses are fine as long as they're just with their group. Like they live outside in a group all the time. Right. So they're more, um, what's the word I'm thinking? Um, like, like herd motivated, but mm-hmm. they're not super herd bound. Like they're fine as long as they're with another horse. Because yeah. They don't care what horse it is. That's cool. Yeah. They yeah. all know each other. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And it's mixed. So it's geldings and mares all together. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice. And the the Wranglers always know. And that's the thing, like, I guess when you go to a place versus like in the islands where you just have a guy who's got a whole bunch of horses that are somewhat, they get stolen, you know, by mm-hmm. the, the neighborhood kids and you know, end up in someone's backyard. Um, uh, so you have horses that maybe are calm because they're not very well fed yeah. as opposed to horses that are trained. Yeah. And I think in some places you end up with like some ex-performance horses too, who maybe their schooling isn't in, uh, let's take beginners on trail rides. Their schooling is like, uh, I happen to be a racehorse <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, that was tied to a tree and someone took me. I remember the first time somebody told me like, oh yeah, I had a horse when I lived in St. Croix. We just tied them to the trees in the front yard. I was like, they what do. is happening? Yeah, they do. How can and that they just be? stand there without food or water for hours. Yeah. I don't know. But they have shade. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are pl- there are horses in Florida who don't have shade. So I guess everywhere there are problems. So <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And then there's the alternate where like, you know, they have to get hay shipped down because yeah. we were talking about the islands that they don't have hay. Mm-hmm. So they have to have it on like this big ship come in. And I mean, that's got to be expensive. Oh, the expenses must be unreal. Yeah. To try to, yeah. Try to, the way we're keeping horses in this country now, you know, where most people have pretty much come around to horses should always have hay in front of them. Right. That's just, there, there can't be any economic possibility of that if you live in the Caribbean. It's like, no, I just don't see how, unless yeah. you are, in fact, a billionaire. <laughs> and it's hard too, because, and that's why Glenn was very clear. Like, there had been a place that they used to ride when they were in Jamaica, but they had closed down. And he had heard mixed reviews about the place that you and I had signed up for. Yeah. And so he was like, we can't condone it because we don't know about the quality of the horse care, Mm -hmm. which is totally fair. Um, And I think that's something that's very realistic. Like when you go on a vacation, you go to these rides, like you don't know what you're going to get in terms of of quality of care and maintenance until you see the horses, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you're, you're there and you almost feel bad if you say no, because you've already paid and you know, the food you know, they need the money. Right. The f- so it's this double-edged sword. Yeah. Isn't everything. <laughs> yeah, I guess. 
I don't know. Well, at any rate, um, I think we've agreed. We're not huge on riding horses in the islands. Yeah. We're pro riding horses in Iceland. Totally. And um, other flat places. (laughs) 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 At least for me, flatness is a priority. (laughs) I did. When I was in Colorado, I did have like a heart attack when there was like a wind gust that pushed me so hard. I thought that me and my horse were going over the edge. Um, And my horse (laughs) totally took care of me. Well, I like had a mild panic attack. Oh my so, God. Um, yeah, I prefer flat whenever possible. Mm. That would be so great for me. Yeah, thank I'm you. Not, yeah, I'm not into <laughs> heights if I can help it. Yeah. So, um, so I would say, why don't we do our adulting wins of the week? Because okay. on that note, as we're talking about <laughs> my fears and stuff, what is your adulting win of the week besides living with me? Oh, we know that was a highlight. Um, I mean, not dying with you was definitely <laughs> a win. I always we're like st- not dying. We're still friends. <laughs> Our friendship is deeper than ever. That's right. Platonic um, life partners. If we're going, if we're moving into this week, since it is in fact a Tuesday right now, then uh, right now I am congratulating myself heavily for going to the gym twice. Good for you. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. It is so long overdue. Like, this is so long overdue. Like, holy shit, Natalie, why have you taken this long? And there are good reasons why I've taken this long. It takes a lot of time and a lot of money to be able to go to the gym. And at sometimes I've had enough money to go to the gym, but not enough time. And right now, for some reason, I have just enough of both. <laughs> to Ride the, the wave while membership. you got it. Exactly. I have just enough to pay for a gym membership. And I have just enough time to go during the day. So it's happening. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, universe. So how many days a week are you planning on going? Uh, Probably four. That's good. That's good. Yeah. If you try to plan for more than that, I feel like people get a little burned out. You need the time Mm -hmm. off in between. And there's always something. There's always one day during the week where you've got, you know, shit to do. Yeah. And it's just not going to fit in. So like, I already know I'm not going Friday. Like that's a done. So, okay. That's four days. You know, because, right. and this workout plan, I like having plans. Just like I, I knew Ride IQ worked so well for me with fixing my riding because I'm following a plan instead of going, well, what am I going to do next? <laughs> and the, buying the workout plan was the exact same concept. Like, I'm going to get confused and not know what to do next. And now my phone will tell me what to do. Thank you, Magic Box, for telling me what to do. So I do like taking orders from things. Mm-hmm. Like I like to be told very clearly what to do. And then I don't have to overthink it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And I saved like there's some yoga in it. And I kind of saved that for later until before I ride because it looks like it'll stretch out my hips really well. But I did all the weight stuff. And then like I think the next one has got stair climbing in it. I've never done that. That should be painful. That's so, going to be good. Use yeah. your butt, not your legs. Yeah. I'll try. You got a good butt. You got to you got to work that butt. I got to work the butt. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm psyched about that. So yeah, the hay bales and barbells program is the one I'm using. So if you find her on Instagram, check yep. her out. When she first came out, I did like a first six week program, and by did I mean paid for, it. and then that yeah. was about it. Mm-hmm. So I have a real good tendency of like best laid plans, and then right. doing absolutely fuck all with them. Absolutely, um, yeah. So my mm-hmm. my ideas versus motivation. My motivation is incredibly low right now, and I think mm-hmm. that has a lot to do with like health stuff. But mm-hmm. I do plan on changing that around. So I will say my adulting win of the week. Um, this is a really big one is I've cut 
sugar from my diet. Yeah. That's so huge. it's huge. It's really hard for me as anyone who's been known me enough. Like I usually have a bottle of soda with me at all times, just like my security blanket and that is gone. I think the last time I had it was like four or five days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really trying not a health kick. I'm trying to change my mindset for my own health reasons to eat cleaner, eat better, and hopefully feel better and more like myself because I am, you know, not motivated to do anything and I'm just have so little energy. Yeah. It's like this double-edged sword. So horse riding and being with my horses helps my anxiety, but I'm so like lethargic mm-hmm. that it's hard for me to get there. So I'm both anxious and lethargic, which is not helpful at all. Right. Yeah. Like you're in a loop where you're too stressed exactly. out and tired to go to the barn. Right. And 100%. so it's been, it's been definitely felt on this end. And I think like in a, in a, a gesture to myself for self-care, I will be, you know, I'm trying to change the, the, how I eat and I've done it really well over the last couple of days even making my own separate meals for my family. <laughs> and um, and yesterday I was working all day. I brought a cooler with pre-made food and snacks. And I don't know how long I could keep it up, but I'm really focused on keeping it, like uh, like making it a new habit. Great. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Yay! I'm really, I'm slightly embarrassed. Like this sounds like our January 1st show where we're <laughs> like, these are our resolutions. Let me just say... I made no resolutions in January. January can suck it. Yep. Uh, it's five Especially weeks. dry January. Oh, no. <laughs> Ew. It's like, how do you even survive? Good for you if you do. Good for you. Good for you. That I would definitely replace with sugar. There's no doubt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like lifestyle changes that are supported by, hey, I feel better, you know? Right. It's the way to go. Because then when you when you slip, you go, oh. Now I feel terrible again. How about that? Yep. So, yeah, here's hoping. Look at us improving ourselves, at least for now. Oh, the goal. People are unfollowing as you speak. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say I was cutting alcohol. Okay, <laughs> right? it just, I was just it's going to say guys, rather than drink. wine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even on the cruise, I was at the tequila and soda with a splash of juice. Right, mm-hmm. low sugar. The, yeah, exactly. Low carb, no mixers. Come on. That's right. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Exactly. So where there's a will, there's a way. And there's always a will to find a way to get the liquor. <laughs> yes. Oh, and just for the record, I still eat so much bread. You guys, you don't even know. So, Well, you can <laughs> eat bread because you're working out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. My son said, said he figured out that's the cheat code because he works out like mad and eats insanely. And I thought that's a really good way of thinking about it. It's the cheat yeah. code. <laughs> yeah. That's right. If you do it, you can just mm-hmm. – it evens out in the end. So. Yeah. Um, well, it sounds like we are coming off this vacation, really kind of trying to do some good things for ourselves. So imagine that. It's so I weird. We're adulting as hard as we can right now. We're we're adulting at a very high level of adulting. I know. And God, we're us. we are idols, really. Of you know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no one should ever look to me. <laughs> For any kind of inspiration when it comes to the physical, okay? This you guys is about all know. Commiseration, not inspiration, you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm really just trying to talk myself into it, mm-hmm. and then I realized I was like, "That's a terrible idea to suggest that." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for being a little weird with us, horse girls. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your player of choice. Follow us on Instagram at Adulting with Horses Podcast, or even better, join our Adulting with Horses Clubhouse on Facebook, where you can become part of the show. Also, it's a great place to meet other horse crazy women. Thanks, and see you next time.